everybody. Welcome to another podcast episode with me. Matt. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take it. Hold it. Love it. And enjoy it. Because I did that. So how was your week? <laughs> Good? Yeah, no, it was great. I just I just want to throw like the proverbial curveball at you. You got uh, you got some bags under your eyes. I'm exhausted. My yeah. <laughs> daughter has been sick. Oh yeah. Um very sick. And um I have been running back and forth to our camp as we're trying to get it open for the season, the season. and we've had lots of transition there and Trying to transition a camp with staff and people and and everything else and yeah. getting it all done in church it's it's been it's been a, a week it's been a week and uh, you know bless bless Tegan she's had to endure uh, the most of the veil sickness stuff yeah. and and dealing with all that I got a, I was at the camp last night trying to get some stuff done cleaning dorms and everything and I got a, fo- a phone call. Or a text message that Vale late last night had um, completely vomited and kind of all over the place and it was bad. So, anyways, she we took her to the doctors today and found out that she has a post-flu gastral issue where if she has dairy, she will explode. Oh. Yeah. So. Oh. No more, no more milk for her for a couple weeks. She looks like she's going to die right now on that deck. Yeah, she's out in the backyard hanging out on the deck, and she's fine. If you don't look at her, you don't even know. So it's a wonderful <laughs> ignorance is bliss thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, you yeah. know. No, that's what she, that's how she rolls. Okay. Uh, you know. <laughs> and if she falls off the deck, she'll roll. It's fine. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, you know. Here we are. Kids are resilient. <laughs> yes, they are. How was your weekend? Well, yeah, it was fine. Um, it was fine. I, uh, you know, I spent some time at Costco like I normally do um, because we have kids that never stop eating. Oh, I, I you made it kind of sound like that was your, like, you know how the trailer for me is my relaxation time going yeah. out to the camp? You made it sound like Costco was that for you. Here's, like, I spent some time at Costco. Here's, here's the thing with Costco. I have this dream that someday I'll never go back there. Uh, but you don't like Costco? I hate Costco. Do you like the byproduct of going to Costco? I like the fact that we have food. Right. I hate how much I spend every time. Oh, sure. I don't like that they're tricking me with all these great trinkets in the front end of the of the store. Right when I come in, it's euphoria. Right. Every time. I walk around. What's new? What's hip? What's happening? What's going on? Oh, do I need this? I don't know. So, and I go there once a week because our kids never stop eating. So right. that's fine. I have this dream okay. that someday, once our, our final child has moved out, okay. I will never go back into that abyss. Okay. Are you, are you going to shop at Whole Foods? No. Okay. I'm going to continue to go to Costco. You know why? Because we're going to have young adult children that will continue to come home. Right. And then what's going to happen after that? Grandkids. They're, they're, well, they're going to bring over all of their partners. Mm. And then after that, what's going to happen? Grandkids. Do you think I'm leaving a cupboard without any candy in inside of my home? No. Costco has me. Has me. Yeah, yeah. It, they, it just has me. They do. They, they're, they're literally are 
like 10 items, 12 items for us yeah. that you unequivocally have to go to Costco for. Yes. And if you do not, and you end up going to another grocery store for said item, you feel ripped off yes. or you feel it's not like it's not as good or as bulky or as much or and you're paying the same price. So it's I think they honestly do that on purpose where they they have certain things like their ground beef is unbelievable. Um, they have grapes that are like the size of tennis balls. Yeah. Um, and it's like the land of milk and honey. It really is for certain things. And I think oh. they keep those things at a lower price point so that when you go in. It's all the other stuff they catch you because you're like, I don't really need six boxes of Cheerios attached to each other. But you know what? I'm going to take I'm going to take it anyway. Because somebody's going to use it. Yeah. And like, so we went to a restaurant the other day, my wife and I, uh, for lunch. We just went and had lunch, literally bought one meal and split it between the two of us. Okay. Had additional had additional food on the side, just you know, yeah. so that we could make it work. The total bill was twenty two dollars. Yeah, twenty two dollars, and a family of five would have cost you well over a hundred. Oh uh, yes, easily, easily, easily. If easily. if not, if not, like would have been around the eighty dollar mark, right? Yeah. Like eighty eighty five bucks. So I, I'm sitting there, I'm looking at Costco, and I see this 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 entity. That I don't want to have anything to do with anymore. Hmm. But I have a sneaky suspicion they'll be in my life yeah. for the rest of my life. And I'm trying just to settle in and accept it. Well, as long as you you have kids, then yes. So, so what you're saying is... Hold on to it. Enjoy the samples. Grab it. Hug it. Love it. Gonna, love it because it's going to be there. Enjoy so, that dollar fifty hot dog. Enjoy the yeah. By the way, how is that the only thing that has an inflated in price? It's, it's a co- loss. It's Costco food. Because I read a whole article on this. Because it's a loss leader. Ultimately, it brings people in. Right. Oh, I'm hungry. Wish I do. I need something cheap. Go to Costco to get the right. to get the hot dog. Hot dog and a pop and for a pop for buck fifty, and then yeah. keeps you in the store. Sure. To be able to go do whatever else yeah. you do. That's exactly what IKEA does as well with all their hot dogs, I think, that are now yeah. more than 49 and, cents. And their meatballs. And their meatballs. Yeah. Just like little things. And then it brings into question for me, like, are we that attracted to cheap stuff? Uh, now? Well, okay. No. He, he, here's my counter, counter comment. Yes. Ready? Are we attracted to cheap stuff or does stuff actually have to be as expensive as it is if companies like that have no problems like losing a little bit? Because for a buck 50, oh, their hot dog isn't worth a buck 50. Oh, you know full well that everything that's on that shelf, North America is the only place where you can't barter. Yeah, it's true. So like, like I know when newcomers to Canada come, they're, they're, they're just flabbergasted at the fact that people never question the prices. Yeah. Or try to get them down. So it's like, oh, $400? <laughs> I'll pay that. That's a steal of a deal. Yeah. And then everyone else comes here is like, why can't we talk somebody down? Yeah. Oh, it's, it, it's, it is just fascinating. Like we've just kind of, we accept the prices that are put before us. And I think they know they have us because certain things we can't live without. <sighs> and food and gas and, and a few other staples make it darn near impossible to... To live without, so they kind of got you. Forever. Forever. Forever like, with that Costco life. But 
It is what it is. So Romans 3. Yeah. Good transition. Solid. Top. Did you like that? I would say top top 10 we've ever done. Now that I've complained about my Costco Costco Mm -hmm. life. Um, Romans 3. Yeah. Talk to me about that. You went hard in the paint (laughs) on this one. From uh, from Uh, what I've been told. Yes. You... You played as though you were Andrew Wiggins in oh. Game Five. Oh wow, basketball references. Yeah. Anyway, Wiggs. Um, <laughs> okay, so really, uh, the chapter is kind of this like parenting thing oh. with Paul, yeah. where he kind of reprimands on the front end. Yeah, kind of like kind of slap on the wrist again like he, he i know I mean, he's establishing kind of his he's pretty good at that yeah he's establishing his, his like you know theological grounding in his his apostleship yeah and his and his walk with the lord as it were and, and so he but he kind of comes at them and and goes kind of trying to make them feel guilty about yeah. like hey like hey you need to stop judging other people you're not perfect yeah oh and by the way just because you think you're jewish yeah or just because you are jewish and you think that you uh, deserve something greater but you're not living a good life guess what you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong and and so he kind of does that and then he kind of shifts like almost instantaneously like a parent and goes but but right i love and was you know we've all heard that god's a god of big butts uh, yeah. Yep. That's, yep. No. What? Paul's Paul's got a big butt. I I saw that on um. <laughs> oh, what's the Instagram account? It's like cringy church. Something oh or, yeah. Oh, it's a hundred percent. And it's like that. God God's got a lot of butts. Yeah. And You're so like, what? No. And that's the thing. Like I've heard over the years, God's a God of big butts, or Paul has a big butt here. And reality is, he he throws a big butt in there, which is, but God's grace. Yes. But we're all saved by faith, not your works, not the fact that you're Jewish and you've had the Torah and the law and all yeah. this stuff. And, you know, you got an inside track and it doesn't necessarily benefit you. Although he, you know, we, we find out later on in chapter nine, I think I mentioned mm. he does lay out some of the benefits of being a Jewish person. Yeah, in, yeah sure. In the faith. But he says, but the whole point is that this this faith in Jesus, this Jesus, this Christianity thing that is new to all of us, but yeah. um, is for all of us, yeah. Jew and Gentile, and for the Jewish who who think that they have this like well kind of snobby one nose up like I'm uh, I'm a big deal corner on the market corner market thing. Yeah. He's like, no, you don't. And then he kind of hits them with, again, probably aside from like for God to love the world. Yeah. Probably hits them with a top three, top four. Like if I was doing a fantasy draft of biblical quotes and yep. sayings for all of sinned yeah. and come short of God's glory, boy, <laughs> top three to five. Got, it's got to be like if I was drafting, that would be That'd near be the good. top. That's strong. Right. And he hits them. And he just hits him with it and goes, listen, we're all messed up. Yeah. We're all screwed. We, we all have sin in our lives. Every single last one of us. Yeah. So guess what? We're all on the same page. We're all on even ground. 
So let's forget all this judging. Let's forget all this finger pointing. Let's forget all of this, you know, we're doing this better than you and, yeah. and you need to do this better to become a better Christian or to become a better Jewish person. You know, you need to become circumcised and you need to do this and yeah. you need to do. Let's forget all of that. Yeah. And realize that without Jesus and without faith, yeah, none of it really matters really and matters. none of it makes sense. Yeah, and I, I think that's the that's the piece of it that, you know, I think it's hard for, for established Christian people to get because it's easy to go there and be like, oh, Jews, Gentiles, <laughs> like, oh, that was so crazy that they, <laughs> that they thought they were more superior than the other folks. Instead of, like, actually thinking about now and thinking about, well, who does the Christian uh, world look at and say, oh, we're better than. The Christian world sometimes think that they're better than other people in the Christian world. I know. Other tr- denominationalism. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Um, all of that kind of stuff is, I mean, just pick, pick a, you could pick, honestly, Josh, you could pick a topic or a group of people or yeah. an organization or something and I'm sure that there is story after story after story yeah. of the Christian world um, feeling like they're better than or point their nose at or, oh, they don't know how to do church. They have drums in their church. Yeah. They, oh, there's no organ. Oh, they don't dress up. Or, oh, they do this. Or, oh, they do that. Or, oh, that person lives that life. Or look at those people living that kind of life. Like, yeah. we, it, we do it all the time. And, and... It's, well, did I say, I can't remember if I said this in the last podcast or not. The whole, the worst kind of hate. Did I say that? Uh, did I, I mention that? No, I don't, I don't think you did. I, okay, so something's happened in the last two weeks. And, and there was a, a, a thing that happened on social media and whatever. And one of the person, what, somebody's reply back yeah. to all these crazy, there was hundreds and hundreds of comments. Yeah. And one of this person's comment was, um, the worst kind of hate is Christian love. <laughs> that's so, that's so I, hurtful. I, it messed me up, man. <laughs> I, I've been, I've, I, I can't even, I can barely, I can barely wrap my head around it because I want it to not be true. Yeah. And yet I look back historically on all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff and go, oh crap. It's yeah. kind of true. We will love you so hard until you try to until we get you changed. We will love you so hard until we fit you into that that box that we think you fit into or you should look like <laughs> or act like or feel like or whatever. We love you enough to hate you. <laughs> we we lo- what well, it, is it that far from we love you so much we don't want you to stay the same yeah because you used to say you said that about god about right? god god loves you so much he, he doesn't want you to stay right but but we kind of take the place of god and go, you know oh, hey yeah. hey listen god we got this i got this let me show I don't you like this person yeah and i'm gonna love them so much yeah. that they're gonna hate gonna tell me them the and truth my, yeah. about themselves yeah and you spend so much time focused in on all of the faults of the other yeah. you never have time to look at maybe I've screwed up in so many ways. Like what makes me uh, 
a deplorable human right. in this regard as well. And that's the... Well, and that's what Paul's addressing yeah. totally. It's like, you do not have the corner market on any of this. Yeah. Like, the minute you think that you are without flaw, yeah. without sin, without issue, without whatever, aren't you kind of putting yourself on par with God then? But here, oh, But here's the question. Here's my question to you then. Come on, hit me with it. Okay. Isn't that how Christians are perceived though? Well, yeah. It's why most people... Think about the word, the sentence. Oh, you're just holier than thou. Or, oh, you're self-righteous. Or, oh, you but, think you're better than... But that's the whole hypocrisy of it. Yeah. Right? Where people are so turned off and the taste of a it just ugh. you know we talked about it the bad with paul martin's this bad smell the yeah. whole like we give off this odor that is yeah. like i've got this thing all figured out it's like people walking going i don't smell and then everybody in the room's like uh bro oh, you do you do smell like to put some deodorant on and and the reality is that that's sometimes i think how and I, I'm not broad stroking it all. Like not every single person, not every single church, not every sure. single. But it's the difference between coming across like you are that way. Yeah. Versus, okay, you know what? I, I, I'm not, I don't have it all sorted. Yeah. I don't have it all figured out. It's okay that I don't. And I hope that it's okay to you yeah. that I don't. Would you say though it's the, like, yes, it's not everybody would you say it's a majority though i would say take out even the christian i think there's a lot of people yeah in the world that will die on certain hills that don't need to be that, that there doesn't need to be death on and and so people like being right we like being right in arguments we like being right in life we don't want to ever be corrected right we don't want to look uh foolish and dumb in front of people we don't want to do any of that and it takes way more um intestinal fortitude to admit you're wrong to admit you don't know the answer to admit listen i don't know but let me get back to you yeah, yeah, yeah. all of that kind of stuff and then on top of it, there is this presupposition with Christianity that somehow we are the ones that have to do all the saving. Yeah. And so then we go on this like military warpath of of saying things and proving that we're right and standing on these hills that I'm not even sure Jesus himself would be like... Uh, you know what? Why don't you let me do the judging and you just do the loving? And that, but that's, but the loving of, by by loving, I mean, actually loving your yeah, neighbor, yeah, not, not, not the like Christian the, hate love. Yeah, like yeah. I love you. I, I said something to Tegan a long, long, long time ago. I can't believe I'm admitting this, and but it does kind of sum up my thought process. Okay, when we first were dating, and she still holds me account to this, and it was one of the dumbest things I ever said to her. And I said to her, I love you. I love you right now. But I'm going to love you for, I'm going to love you even more for who you are in five years. Oh. And it was such a stupid, <laughs> it was such a oh stupid my. statement. I, in my head, I was like, was I so love good. who you are, but man, in five years, you are going to be like, in my head, that's kind of how oh. I was vibing. And then I came to the realization, that's a really stupid thing, but 
but isn't that kind of how we treat people in the Christian oh, realm? Yeah. Like from, I love you now, sinner. I love you. I have. I'm doing quote, a, unquote, quote yeah, unquote. I love quotes. you now. But man, when I finally get you washed up and cleaned up, are and you smelling good? In <laughs> no, the blood. Then I'm really gonna yeah. love you. Uh, yes, and I. But that's like that's the funny part about it is because Jesus doesn't do that. Like the funny part about when you look at Jesus's life, he's not going around being like, "All right, everyone, come into the River Jordan." And get washed, like like, <laughs> yeah. like he doesn't he doesn't do that. Like he's walking around. He's announcing the kingdom. He's like, hey, hey, this is coming. Like, hey, this is good news. Hey, this is what's going on. Like, right, he goes around doing and, all and that. And occasionally stuff. he does call out people. And occasionally he does 100%. call out sin. And he calls out all these things. And, sure. And and he's not doing it all the time. And if anything, he spends more time berating his disciples and, and the people re- of the faith and the religious yes. people than he does with the sinners where but he's that's like, what I'm saying. Hey, he's like, like, Hey, listen, he, he goes to prostitutes and he goes to all these people and says, Hey, there is a better way. There is a better. Yeah. And then he kind of leaves it to there. most degrees. He leaves it there. But with the religious people, he's like, you guys are idiots. You brood of vipers. You brood of vipers. Like if we translated that to like a, a normal vernacular, don't, please don't say it's it. just straight up swearing. Yeah. Like it, it is like insulting. Like it's dressing them down. So, but, but that's what I'm saying, right? Like when you get to the Romans three passage and it's all, you know, everyone has fallen short, right? Everyone's got the stuff and everyone's fallen short. Yeah. Oh, well that to me makes a ton of sense. And the response then shouldn't be everyone except for me has fallen short. Right. You're a dirty, rotten sinner. Right. It's the, what's that whole thing? Like everybody loves change until change affects yeah. them. Right. And I think it's just like when you look the, the, and I think that's the thing that caught me when you said people, we hold people to stuff that even Jesus wouldn't even hold people to or like. Yeah. Or ourselves, or ourselves. Oh, sure. And like, and ultimately, I think here, here's where the opportunity is for so many people that are followers of Jesus. It's you know what? Don't hold other people or yourself to stuff that Jesus isn't even holding you to. Yeah. Like, think about how crazy that is, right? Like, I actually had a conversation with somebody the other day about like, well, how do we deal with this community and that community that's outside of the church and all that other stuff? And I said, you know what? I'm going to worry about the church. They can worry about their darn selves. Yeah, I just, I struggle with, how do I put this? I just, I struggle with us feeling more spiritually superior in the sense of like always pushing towards, this is going to sound wrong, missions and like always outward focused on yeah. all the other people that have 100%. all the other people that have issues all the other people who don't know jesus and 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 like we talked about the last time where yeah. but yet but you have all kinds of stuff that a million percent like you're not you're not dealing with your own temple listen i tell you right now this is gonna get really spiritual ready okay hit me spirit of karen oh <laughs> okay yeah well yeah. think about it yeah think about it that's what we do. We hate Karens. Like when you see them online. I mean, I know some Karens and I like all of them. No, Just, no, no, but like, like, no, no, no. Like not my the friends, name. 
Karen. Okay. Yeah, not not the name <laughs> itself, but the the idea of a Karen. Yeah. Right. We're like, oh, what? Why are you even like? People are having a barbecue in the park. Why are you even coming over here and talking about? This? Oh, now you're not allowed to have the barbecue in the park. You know why? How I know? I'm on, uh, you know, the 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 community, the community association. association, and my husband is the president of that. And he, like, go on and on. Get out of here, Karen. You're just having a barbecue in a park. It's it's totally legal. Chill out, right? Like people that insert themselves into situations that they don't need to be in at all. Mm-hmm. I'm calling the police on you. Why? Because I'm fishing in a pond where there are fish. Like, get out of here, Karen. What are we talking about? And when we think Christians, I think the reason why he grates me so bad when I see that is because I'm like, that's what Christians are like. Yeah. Rolling around like, oh, you're doing that? Why are you doing that? You're not allowed to be doing that. How dare you be doing that? I can't believe it. My Jesus is the president of the community association, and he would not appreciate you doing this. Meanwhile, like, Karen's husband over here is like, Karen, shut up. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really care. They're just having a barbecue. Like, calm down. Yeah, it it, it is. It. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I just I wish I could, Josh. But like, <laughs> I really, really wish I could. But that statement has haunted me for weeks now. Haunted me because Karens would say the same thing. Karens would be like, "I I love my community too much." To let this happen. To let this happen. To let what happen? A barbecue? Yeah. I, oh, I know. Oh, no. I, I, okay. So here's the thing. This might have been too soon to talk about this. Oh, no. Because here's why. I still have so many thoughts and so many things that I need to process still. Yeah. Because it, it's really messing up some of my personal and quote-unquote professional theology (laughs) sure in a good way but just making me go oh boy have we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god i know okay okay then we're all on a level playing field that's what paul's trying to get at here like we're all on like there's nobody right more righteous than another person so like chill out like we're all we're we've all fallen short we all need somebody to save us from ourselves. And that's the point of what he's trying to make, right? Like, it's Jesus. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, cool. In that saving of from yourself, how crazy is it that we're like, you know what? I don't think we need Jesus. We need my pontification and my ability to be cunning to get you like, that's the terrifying part about it. Well, it, it, it's the human nature to think that the minute we've we've had an aha moment of, oh, I can't save myself, I need Jesus. In a very short time frame afterwards, it's like, yeah, now that I've got that figured out, I probably can save myself. Yeah. And then you have to have that other, uh, then you have to have uh-huh. another aha moment where it's like, oh, right, I can't actually save myself. Yeah. I need Jesus. I need faith. It's only by faith that yeah. I can come to, you know, righteousness through. Yeah. Yeah. But then I think I might be able to save myself. And that, and in the midst of that, also uh, correct some of these faux pas and other people. Because if people just knew what I knew. Yeah. And then, oh, right. I can't say my, you know, this wash, rinse, yeah. repeat thing. So it's interesting. I, um, when I have more time to process 
that statement, maybe we could do a whole podcast on just, I mean, I, I feel like our podcast has lately been on, on Romans is like that. So I, I mean, we're, we are Romans is like, that. we're just following the book, but it, it is fascinating to yeah. me that that is, um, Paul calling people, Paul calling Christians out to be, Hey, be less jerky. Don't have the spirit of Karen. Bye. <laughs>